This is episode 293 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to talk about rebellious eating, a behavior with food that is present in all stages of undieting our life. And there's one important fact about rebellious eating that you must understand so that you can step away, overcome, get past rebellious eating behavior. I guarantee that any one of you, no matter where you are in your journey, you'll learn something about yourself on this podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and creator of the Going Beyond the Food Method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and undiet my life. It is now my mission to help women undiet their life. If you're new to our podcast, be sure to grab our free podcast roadmap at stephaniedoze.com forward slash roadmap. Ready, sisters? Let's do this. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to our show. I'm putting out there a concept that I have created, have been working on this for months now. It's called rebellious eating, and I keep refining it, but I think I'm at the space now where I can share it publicly on this podcast, and thousands and thousands of you will be listening to this podcast episode. And I just want to say that it's a concept that touches our experience with food and eating and body and health, based on what I'm going to teach you today, at any stage of our journey with making peace with food and body. And I said that in the intro, and I want to reemphasize it, and I'm going to use a different example of client's experience with rebellious eating through this podcast. So it's a big one. I have no idea how long this is going to be. So stick with me until the end. I'm going to be teaching you a lot of stuff today. But I want to start with the basics, right? Why did I call this concept that I'm about to teach you rebellious eating? And I chose the word rebellious because of its origin into the word Rebellion, right? Rebellion is defined as a refusal of obedience or order or a resistance to authority. So my definition at this point in time of rebellious eating is when food or eating is used in order to resist authority. Rebellious eating is in fact an action that we use to affirm our own power over our experience with food, with our body, and our overall life, our existence as a human being. Here's the thing about rebellious eating. Rebellious eating is not about the food. More on that in just a few minutes. Rebellious eating is also named as overeating, binging, compulsive eating, nighttime eating, out of control eating, and even in the process of intuitive eating, what we define as the pendulum swinging. So for those 
who are familiar with intuitive eating, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So pendulum swinging is a rebellious eating behavior. Rebellious eating is when we use food and therefore consequently are eating, even though we know we shouldn't, quote unquote. Now, the reason why we shouldn't be using food or what type of food or what type of eating behavior will vary depending which stage of unlearning dieting culture and undieting your life you are at. So typically when I talk about rebellious eating right now, the students say, okay, I get it, right? I rebel using food. That makes sense. So all I have to do is to figure out what I'm rebelling against and it will fix it. Not that simple is my answer. And trust me, if it was that simple, I'd be a millionaire by now, literally, because I would have like the formula that makes this complex process of undieting our life easy. And I've been at this for nine years now. And although I have a streamlined process of helping women undiet their life, which includes moving away from rebellious eating behavior, it's not easy. It's not simple. It goes deeper. And this gut reaction of not wanting to go deeper is in part the reason why we stay stuck in rebellious eating behavior. We have to understand that as a society, we are sold this concept that, quote, fixing our problem, someone out there has this easy solution to it, right? The quick fix. And for us, as people who've been stuck in diet culture, that's what dieting is offering us, right? A, quote, quick fix solution to not feeling uncomfortable in your body by losing weight. So our brain is seeking this quick fix solution everywhere, so when I hear that from my student, I'm like, yeah, totally normal that their answer back to me is like, okay, if I only do this, I'm going to fix this. Like seeking that easy solution, totally normal. But I, it's not that easy because it goes much deeper than this. Human brain do not like complexity. However, healing, peace, confidence, liberation is found in complexity. So let me illustrate rebellious eating into two different story. The first story I'm going to share with you is from one of my old student, I say old, but she was young at the time. Her name is Anka. About six years ago, we worked together. Today, she's in a completely different place in her life. But at the time when I started with her, Anka was a young 20-year-old woman. She was a personal trainer. She was a health coach. And she had been in and out of diets almost all of her teen and young life. And she was coming to me to stop this craziness around food. So I'm going to quote her words here. Within a few weeks of starting any new eating plan, the same damn thing happens all the time. I find myself rebelling against the rule of the said eating plan. I basically just say, fuck it, 
And I go crazy with all the forbidden food. And of course, I end up feeling like crap. Not only do I feel stuff all the time, I also feel angry and ashamed. So naturally, I go into quick fix-up mode, which means that I'm hopping on Google search, trying to find a new eating plan, a new diet, while promising myself that this time, I'll really stick with it. I can't take it anymore. That was the starting point of our relationship of when we started to work together. And Anka came to us believing, just like millions of women, that something was wrong with her because she was not able to control food. She thought, just like millions of women, that finding more willpower and discipline will for sure find the success in this dieting restriction game. Although at the time I didn't know this was rebellious eating, that's what she was experiencing. She was rebelling against her eating plan slash her diet. So a quick update on Anka before I move on to the next story. Six years later, Anka is a hypnotherapist and she works with women who are struggling with food and she's married, she's moved country and she even wrote a book. So now maybe you were where Anka was years or months ago and you encountered intuitive eating, you read the book, you understand the 10 principles of intuitive eating, you're releasing the rules, you stopped dieting and you started to allow all the food. That was Tyler. So let me talk about Tyler because I know half of you listening will recognize yourself and her story. Most of the time, The starting point of my struggle with food as an intuitive eater was in my own mind. I would have thoughts like, Tyler, you should really eat more vegetable. Why is it that you don't crave more veggies? Or this one, Tyler, it's been two months now that you can eat all the brownies you want, as much as you want, and you're still not stopping eating the brownies. The pendulum should have stopped by now. What's wrong with you? That story from Tyler is also rebellious eating. The difference is that there's no outside authority like a diet or a meal plan. The resistance that Tyler was expressing through a rebellious eating behavior was against herself. Rebellious eating is about fighting for our own autonomy and agency. As human, we're designed to be autonomous individual as adults, right? The first 20 or so years of our life experience is about developing the skill set that will create this independence, autonomy, and agency that we will live on for the rest of our life. I mean, that's what teen years are about, right? They're about, okay, now we spent 12, 13 years listening to all the experience of our parents and the education in school, and now we're going to develop our own personality and attempt to express our independence. And it's messy, But once we get through that and we become adult, we thrive on our own autonomy and agency. And even if you want to widen the lens at a more macro level and look at the human experience collectively through history, 
all our wars and our revolution are all about us claiming our power over our own life, right? It's about resisting the authority because we know and we believe that we can self-determine our future. What is true at a macro level, at the humanity level, is also true at the micro level of our own life. We want to self-determine our own life. And yes, we want to self-determine our own journey experience with food. So let's talk about food. Adult humans have an innate need to determine what to eat, how much to eat, what we want to eat, right? When we're hungry, we want to make our own choices around food and decide when we had enough. And in fact, we have all the tools inside of us to be autonomous in face of food, right? We have our hunger, fullness, and satisfaction cue that are in our DNA, in our gene, like it's an automated thing that we have when we're a little baby. So when we restrict food, we are effectively denying our own autonomy around food. We're saying, nope, you're not good enough, smart enough, capable enough to self-nourish. We are denying our own agency, our own autonomy. And a part of us will fight and continue to fight for that autonomy with food. That's why diets don't work. I mean, I'm not going to bore you with all the stats around diet because I have many podcast episodes on that. But the failure rate on diets is 91 to 95% over a five-year period. We've known this for decades The Minnesota starvation experiment demonstrated that in 1944 and 45. And yes, I need to do a podcast dedicated only to the Minnesota starvation experiment. It's coming. It's on my list. But in the meantime, you can go and Google Minnesota starvation experiment and you can read all about it. We've known since 1944 that food restriction not only doesn't work, but has severe consequence. Yet, We've been pushing dieting since the 60s. So restriction creates rebellion and resistance because it denies our own agency and autonomy around food and our overall life. So when we eat rebelliously, we're actually attempting to restore our autonomy and protecting our own boundary. When we eat rebelliously, we are reclaiming our power over food, over our own body, over our health, over our life. This is a good thing. We're not meant as adult human to eat accordingly to someone else's rule. What to allow and what to not allow and how much to eat and how much to not eat. Remember at the start of the podcast, I stated that we seek simple answer to complex situation. This is about to get complex. Ready? As grown-ass adult women, aka my version of adult women, 
when we impose ourselves restriction about food, about our body, or about health, we are the restrictor and the restrictee, aka the person being restricted. We have dual role. You are effectively rebelling against yourself. When you express rebellious eating behavior, you are rebelling against yourself. Let's sit on this for a bit. Let me say it another way. Food restriction or self-imposed. There's no such thing as a, quote, diet police coming, knocking on our door if we don't follow a diet. We, as grown-ass adult women, decide to go on a diet, to adhere to an eating plan, to eliminate gluten. These are all self-directed decisions. Now, if your brain right now is thinking the thought, quote, but it's not me, it's my doctor. If that's you right now who's thinking this thought, I get it, right? Your brain is trying to protect you from taking full responsibility for your life. And that's okay, because it can be scary when we step into radical self-acceptance and self-responsibility. So just know that this is a thought that your brain is producing in order to protect you. Here's the truth. Your doctor may have said that what you should do in an appointment, but your doctor is not holding a threat on you that if you don't comply and obey, something will happen to you, right? You're not going to go to the diet jail for not complying for the diet plan that your doctor suggested to you. So the decision to go on the eating plan or whatever restriction you're putting around food is self-directed. Even in the recovery period from long-term dieting or going through the process of intuitive eating, right? The should thoughts that Tyler was having, you shouldn't be eating as much and you should be eating this, just, 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 just. all these should thoughts are all self-directed. Now, when your brain present you with these thoughts, you should do this and I should comply with my doctor, We have learned these thoughts somewhere. Your brain is a big copy and paste machine. It hears words from someone. It takes those words, copy and paste it in the depth of your mind. And when it can use it, it brings it back forward, right? And it copies and pastes it as a thought in your brain. That's how Tyler had the thought, I should be eating more vegetable because somewhere along the way of her life, somebody told her you should eat more vegetables or vegetables are good for your health. And the same thing with Anka, as we did the work with her, she wanted to lose weight because she was told that a BMI that was too high was dangerous for her health and that women who have a bigger body are deemed ugly and lazy. And at that point in her life, she was looking for a partner. She's now happily married, but she was looking for a partner. And the thought, you'll never find a partner if you're in a larger body, was being repeated in her brain, driving her to diet. All of these thoughts, 
that make you believe that you have to restrict food, body, or health are learned thoughts. They're learned from your past experience, your schooling, the marketing on the media, overall narrative from society. And all of these thoughts are coming from a common belief system that all Western societies share at this point in time, in 2021, and that system of belief is called diet culture. Diet culture is the system of belief that worships thinness and equates it to health and moral virtue and self-worth and happiness and all the things. Now, here's the truth. We can choose to believe in what diet culture teaches us. That's a choice that belongs to us as grown as adult women. The truth is we were indoctrinated, socialized thought through our education, past experience, and family system to believe in all the belief around diet culture. But this is where it shifts when we become an adult. We don't have to continue to believe in the same thing that our family believed in. We have a choice. We can choose differently. We then can unlearn diet culture beliefs and create new ones. I teach a class called the Rebellious Eating Solution. There's a link to register in the show note. Depending on when you're listening to this podcast, I may be teaching the class live or it can be a recording. So if you're listening to this podcast in a timely manner, we're going to run this class. I'm going to teach it live and work with you on this class on October the 6th, 2021. If you're after October 6, 2021, still go into the show note link and then you'll be able to fill up a quick form and I'll send you the recording of me doing this class with all the women who were live with me on October 6. But anyway, in this masterclass, I share a quote and the quote goes as follows. The thing worse than a rebellion is the thing that caused the rebellion. That quote is from Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass was an escaped slave who became a prominent activist, author, and public speaker. But most important, he became a leader in the abolitionist movement in the United States who sought to end the practice of slavery. Slavery originates from a system of belief that's called racism. Today, in 2021, we no longer, as a society, believe in racism, is that one race is superior to another. But back in the days of Frederick Douglass, in the mid-1800, the society of the United States and many others believe in the system of belief of racism. That's what Frederick Douglass and all the people who partook in abolition worked on dismantling the system of belief of racism. 
That same truth applies to us as women right now in 2021 with diet culture. The thing worse than rebellious eating is diet culture. The system of belief that creates the rebellion against eating. The system of belief that creates the thoughts that leads to the rebellious eating behavior. So making it, quote, simple and taking action only on the action of eating, the actual rebellious behavior will get us nowhere. That's why rebellious eating is actually present at every stage of unlearning diet culture or undieting your life is because most people don't work at the level of the belief system and continue to be the restrictor. Remember that dual role in your mind? They continue to impose themselves restriction like Tyler was, even through intuitive eating, right? In fact, when Tyler was saying to herself, you should be eating more vegetable, what she was seeking is her value or worth in eating, quote, accordingly to what's virtuous, to what wellness culture the sister of diet culture is telling us we should be eating. Remember that as adult, human adult, we want to be autonomous and have agency over our own body. But as long as we maintain a belief system that associates our value to food choices, to body sizes or health, we will forever be stuck in an unending battle with food, body, and health. The way out of rebellious eating is one. First thing, accept that you, as a grown-ass woman, no matter what size you have, no matter what health status you have, no matter what food choices you make, you are born worthy, just like any other human You cannot hustle for something you already own. Let that sink in. There's millions of us out there hustling for our self-worth through our body, food choices, and health status when we are already worthy. We're chasing something we already have. That's why the chasing never ends. It's already within us. And then two, to get our way out of rebellious eating behavior, we need to unlearn diet culture belief system and create a new belief system that fits with where we want our life to be. We need to create a new belief system. You are allowed, you have to authorize yourself to create this new belief system. How do we do that? That's what we call thought work, self-coaching, mindset work in my world, because it's all in our head. Here's the thing. We, for most of us, have lived our life up to now thinking that it wasn't a choice what we believed in or didn't believe in, but it is. You have the choice to select your belief system. Mind-blowing. 
Like if you can sit with that and accept this, poof, diet culture is dismantled right there. The opposite to restriction is choice. You know, this old sentence we've all heard, I should versus I choose. Allowance creates a space for choice. And when we choose, we are effectively affirming our empowerment. Ownership of our own choices assume our own agency. Allowing yourself to make a choice dismantles rebellion. That's what we do inside of Undiet Your Life. We do the work to assess your value system, your belief system. We teach you the tool to do that. And then you decide what you're going to believe into moving forward. You dismantle your whole belief system. You undiet your life. You unlearn diet culture. And then you relearn to live your life in the way that is the most fitting to you. We don't tell you what you have to believe into. We tell you how to dismantle your current belief system that creates that rebellion. And then we teach you a process to recover your natural relationship to food, which is intuitive eating, and then your relationship to your body, which is body neutrality. As a collective, as a group, we individually create our new belief system around food, body, and health that works for us. So I did say it was going to get complex. I hope you're still with me here. And if you are and you're like, okay, I finally get it. If you're ready to join us, then by all means, join us inside Undiet Your Life course. Or maybe your brain is like freaking out a little bit, not quite sure, and know that that is normal, right? This is a lot of information and a lot of new ways of thinking about your own beliefs. So remember that your brain is offering you resistance to taking action on the teaching of this podcast episode to keep you safe. Your brain right now is a little bit freak out by what I taught you. And it's like, hell no, we're not ready for this. And that's okay. That's why we have master classes. So join us on the master class and then we're going to get you started. I'm going to take it a few steps further and do some exercises with you so you can start believing in your own potential to do this work. Remember one thing, it's not supposed to be easy to stop dieting, to unlearn diet culture, to undiet your life. But living from a space of choice around food, body, and health is where happiness lie. So the hard work is actually what creates the reward at the end. The happiness, the joy, the content, the peace, the confidence we're all seeking will come from complexity and doing hard thing. But that's what we do right? We're ready to help you. We have a team and that's what we do to help women do this work. 
I hope this teaching around the concept of rebellious eating has landed right with you and it's going to help many of you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us either on social media or leave a review of the podcast that would help us tremendously as well. And until we can talk to each other next, I love you, sister, and we'll see you on the next episode. Beyond ready to shed diet culture from your life and become the expert at your own body? Awesome. Then you need to join on Diet Your Life program. Go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join and join us now. Undiet Your Life is the first program of its kind with the unique combination of mindset, life coaching with intuitive eating and body image. Find your freedom, reclaim your power and take control of your time so you can refocus on what really matter to you. Join Undiet Your Life at stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join and I'll see you on the other side.